Welcome to the Male Factor Infertility Podcast. Everything you need to know about Male Factor, but no one's telling you. Join a rogue doctor who's stepping outside of the mainstream medical model to share the best methods that address the most common Male Factor challenges. Most importantly, we'll cultivate the mindset and give you the tools you need to break through. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm Dr. Adam Tice. Today we're going to be talking about more all things natural fertility and in the world of natural fertility. And what we're going to do is talk about the session today, the pod today is probably going to be the most important session that we do because you got to have this foundation to move forward and choose the therapeutics. And, you know, again, does it matter what stage of journey you're on? We need a proper lens, a proper paradigms we've talked about. And now we need to talk about the principles as we move forward. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about the top five principles of natural fertility today. And this is, we're going to go through these. So let's introduce these one by one. And we're going to unpack these a little bit and then kind of tie it all together and see why does this matter? Why is this even pertinent? Because this is, again, what we see in clinical practice and what we know works. The five principles of natural fertility are as follows. We have to remove the obstacles to cure. We have to detoxify the blood and the lymph. We have to nourish the body, means give the body what it needs with the proper vitamins, minerals, nutrients. We have to stimulate the vital force, means that intelligent organizing principle that is operating in the biology. There are methods and things that we do to um, to activate that and to enliven that so that the body makes better use of its of its resources so that you optimize metabolism, things like this. And number five, which is we connect to the higher power. We connect to the being, the source energy, however that is, as you identify with it. This is something that I think is really the most important thing. And this, if when we apply these principles, the whole point is we want to improve the outcome of our situation. We want to make our life better. We want to do everything that is possible to improve our life and do the good things only and then proceed with our journey. And again, whether this is the beginning of the journey or we're, we're planning a natural pregnancy or whether we've been doing this for years and years, two years, three years, five years, you know, and now in thinking about doing procedures or, you know, having done those already and maybe looking at doing a second round or a third round, okay, this will only good things happen when you apply these principles. Now, here's the honest truth when we're talking about in the context of fertility, you know, and this is why this topic is really ultra important because in the world today, we have many many, 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 uh, you know, I think 80,000 plus registered synthetic chemicals and compounds. And these have all been introduced into the environment. And this has much more to do with this. Sure, this conversation is about detoxification, but it's about really laying the foundation and why this is more important than ever. Why this is really, really the specialty, having this understanding and then again, moving forward with whatever method of fertility you produce seed, if you have the natural foundation, you will improve the outcome and you will improve your health along the way and only good things will happen. Now, what is the outcome? Is everybody going to be successful? Means be able to successfully conceive and have a happy, healthy baby. You know, 
I don't know what the statistics are on that, honestly, right now, today, but I can say that they are staggering. And I think that's why a lot of us are here is because the statistics on the rates of infertility are climbing and they're at unprecedented levels. And what is this going to mean and the greater context for, you know, for nations and reproductive rates and global population, you know, projections, you know, I don't know. All that stuff is a whole different conversation, but if you follow that all the way down, there are a lot of different directions you can take that, but I think the point is that if you're on the pod today, means you're you're living on the planet today, and these principles as fertility rates apply, you know, again, only good things are going to happen. Only We're only going to improve our situation when we employ these five principles of natural fertility, which, by the way, are not new principles nor unique to fertility. These are principles of naturopathic medicine, and these principles are eternal. They're timeless. They never expire. There are no after effects, side effects, nothing dangerous. Only good things happen. And these are the principles that we apply in the world of naturopathic medicine when employed in the in the more traditional vitalistic sense of naturopathic medicine, I'm saying, because there is another conversation about different types of naturopathic medicine. And, and all I could say is that, yes, there are many, many, many types of personalities and practitioners out there, and you have to find somebody that you sync with, that you connect with, that you feel like is speaking into where you're at in your world at that given moment, and that's what you're looking for. And then again, move forward. So this is what we're talking about, five principles. These are timeless, eternal, and we're applying those to fertility. In that context, that makes natural fertility. That makes for natural fertility. Let's unpack these a little bit more. Obstacles to cure. We have to identify and remove obstacles to cure. Okay, so that most commonly means then we have to look at that on different levels. We have to look at that in the whole person spectrum because when we're when we're looking at people, we're not looking at just a, a particular diagnosis or you know. Uh, a label, I'm seeing a person. And so we have to see what are the obstacles in the way of, of this person's metabolism and their hormones and their health being in perfect balance. And most commonly for most people, for a lot of people, it's some food, you know, that is not digesting. And this is the root of everything is the digestion and the, the process of digestion, absorption, assimilation. And so if we're going to want the body to work, and that this really has to do so digestion, absorption, assimilation, and immunity is a big, big role in here. And the immune system needs to be balanced. It needs to be properly nourished and it needs to be communicating properly, you know, within its given biological system if we want everything to run smoothly. Okay. So obstacles to cure, we're going at the root level, which means the digestion. And we have to identify those foods and those things that aren't digesting, we have to tidy up the diet, means we need to remove anything that's going to be causing or creating any kind of inflammation in the system which the inflammation will then derange the communication systems. And so if we can work at this level, well, and then if that happens, then you end up trying to correct it at the communication level when really it's one or two levels deeper here The you have to identify and remove the, you know, at the digestive level, at the food level, and then let it trickle back the other way and correct the hormonal systems. You know, now does this happen all the time? No. And by the way, I don't think this is 
you know, not to be confused with or thinking that we could, yes, there are serious um, pathologies that happen where there are variations in anatomy and there are what we call organic changes to a tissue, say. And now it depends on, again, this is an individualized question, but the point is, you know, yes, we do acknowledge that there is a pathology and there is a point where the tissue may not be viable viable, you know, for conception, for natural conception or procedural conception, you know, and that again is an individualized things, but we're trying to intervene at that lowest level before we would allow those pathologies to damage tissues and, and progress to that point. Again, early is better. Everybody knows that. And so that's where the ideal is, but life is not ideal and we learn things when we learn them. And again, the whole point is to try to take whatever place, position, where you're at in your journey, in your life, and improve your situation. Do everything you can to improve your life for, you know, your partner, your spouse, your friends, and everybody around you. And so ultimately, only good things happen, you know, but when we're talking about removing obstacles to cure and prevention early, this is the best place to be. Now, when we do that, when we have identified and remove obstacles to cure at the physical level, food level, we can look at that level, and then also, we would want to look in the mental, the emotional, what kind of stressors are in a person's life. We have to look at all of this stuff and identify things and give a, do an honest assessment and an honest evaluation of what is going on in our world. And number one, what can we identify there? A stress or something that, that is like just a, letting a little bit of air out of the tire. You know, it's not really bringing the good energy into our life. Take a breath and take a look at that and see if we can identify that and then see what you can either to do to correct it or remove it or improve it. Okay. And this we're talking about food, diet, mind, body, the whole thing. Then let's move to number two. So I spent a little bit of extra time on the obstacles to cure because I think it's so important. And so I think that everyone needs to just kind of understand. I think the key point there is that, that we have to do that on the physical, mental, emotional, you know, all the all the different levels there. And we really need to do that with each one of these five principles. So you could unpack these things kind of multi-layered or multi-dimensionally there. I'm not going to do that with each one. But with the obstacles to cure, I think it's a, a kind of easy to point that out and everybody can identify that with that. The second principle of natural fertility is we got to detoxify the blood and the lymph. Means we have to clean the house. Means we have to clean now that we've optimized the digestion, we can clean the house and we can push those detoxification pathways. And we know because it's well documented, you know, what kind of nutrients and what sort of things, what sort of botanicals or what kind of naturopathic agents, safe, effective agents can we do to effectively detoxify, push the detoxification pathways, the phase one, the phase two pathways, all of those things, and start to mobilize and reduce the toxic bio burden in our bodies because that's one of the number one things that is contributing to, again, these skyrocketing infertility rates. And the reason why all of us are here is because we're trying to make it better and point out some things, you know, to help people out and, you know, and identify the obstacles to cure in the greater situation. And that's exactly the conversation here. And that's why this is, in one way, it's the most obvious thing, but it's a lot of people still don't know. So it's good to talk about this, the world that we're living 
living in, we got to detoxify it. Our body stores these things. And if the systems are, are working properly, yes, the liver can do this. And in young, and of course, in, in children, and our systems work better when we're younger. Everybody knows that. And, you know, those, the longer that we are on the planet there, and if the systems get bogged down along the way through, you know, just toxic agents, lifestyle, things like that, if it gets bogged down along the way, there is a bioaccumulation that happens. And then depending on the individual's susceptibility, they may begin to express blood sugar dysregulations or things with the, in this context, things with the fertility cycle or the cycle itself may start to become deranged because the number one thing, the neuroendocrine disruptors are these environmental agents. And I'm talking about herbicides, pesticides, and volatile organic compounds, a long list of these things that we need to know about and try to get this stuff out of our life and out of our world, not because it's, well, for the only reason, because we want to be healthy and we don't want things that are going to confuse our body or make our body sick or confuse our immune system and, and trigger autoimmune processes. We don't want that stuff in our world. It's not, it's very simple. And so through applying the second principle, we can detoxify the blood and the lymph. And that's why we got to do it. We have to clean the house and then we can move forward to the third principle, which is to nourish the body. We got to nourish the body. We got to give the body what it needs. We got to give the vitamins, minerals, nutrients, cofactors that we need to nourish the body and give all of the, you know, the key nutrients. And we really want to top those levels off. And because the ultimate goal here is to be building a new body and to be building a baby and creating a baby and we need the soil has to be tended to that soil has to be nutrified and nourished and has to be cleaned out if we want really 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 again the, the ideal goal is to create a happy healthy super smart really creative child and bring a really balanced happy kid into this world and that's the ideal and so we're working at this level we're nourishing the body okay number four the fourth principle, we want to stimulate the vital force. And another way to say that is we want to cooperate, we want to do things, and we want to choose therapies, naturopathic therapies are going to really apply here to cooperate with that organizing intelligence so that we can harmonize the system, optimize all of the immune systems, all of the hormonal and endocrine systems, all the metabolic systems, and there's certain herbs and adaptogens and things that we do that with, and they harmonize the energies in the person. This is a lot actually borrowed probably from the sciences of Ayurvedic medicine, I think, from my point of view, and then we apply those things to personalize things. So when you're on your journey, you know, if you're reading something or looking at, at something and it's someone else's story, everybody is going to have their own story and they're going to have their own journey. And, and we're looking to find those things that we think that, that they resonate with us. They work with us, either, you know, something that I'm saying, or now you can think about things when other people are telling their stories. What are things that really that you feel like stimulate you and bring you into, I think you're in the, the vital, when the vital force is stimulated, I think one thing people say clinically, it's like, how do you know that's happening? Well, people say they feel more like themselves. So anything you do or that you can say, wow, 
okay, I really feel like myself again. I really feel that really feels like me, you know, that and that's a stimulation of vital force. And, and what I'm saying is now let's acknowledge that and let's participate in that because that step, that's the step there that kind of progresses us to the fifth step here in the five principles of natural fertility, which is we connect to a source energy, a higher power, a being known as God. Whatever that, however that is for you, you you connect to that system. And if that makes sense to you, then you can understand that that connection can happen in many, many, many ways. And that what we're doing, this is what the quantum sciences are confirming now, that there is a highly ordered intelligence that is expressing itself. And it appears random and chaotic and mechanical, but there's an innate intelligence there that's ordered. It's magnificent, it's benevolent. It wants the best for you. It wants the best life for you. Okay. That energy, we want to try to harness that in as the, as the, the peak. Okay. So these are the five principles of natural fertility. And let's go through one more time, just so we know when we hardwire this into the system, because it's a sequence and we can apply the sequence. Again, these principles, they're not new. I did not make these up. These have actually been handed down and passed down through to me from my naturopathic teachers and through the tradition of natural medicine. And that's the whole thing. This is these are timeless. The tools and and some of the exact ways that we go about the, doing this. And again, how do you use a certain herb or a certain supplement and a certain equation? Where do you use magnesium or what do you use Vitex? We're going to definitely talk about all that. But before we do that, we got to have a good understanding of the five principles of natural fertility. We got to identify, remove obstacles to cure. We have to detoxify the blood, the lymph. We have to nourish the body. Then we can stimulate the vital force. And this encourages the connection to the higher power, which will harmonize and balance things in the system. So this is a one way of approaching this natural fertility issue in really life, you know, but this is the proper orientation and this is not magic or theory. This has been seen and it's very practical and grounded. And that's actually what I'm most interested in is results and getting results, things that are practical that we can apply, that we do in real life. And when we personalize that and we have the proper orientation and we lay the natural foundations, this is the real specialty. So that's pod number two. We will pick up here next time. Have a beautiful day wherever you are in the world. Adios for now. Dr. Tice signing off. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you found it useful. If you want to stay in touch, be sure to sign up for the newsletter. You can follow me on Instagram at Mayo Factor Infertility with Dr. Adam Tice. And for more information, you can also visit the website, mayofactorinfertility.org. And you can find out more about the fertility practice and the clinic side of things. Uh, there's links for everything in the description. And of course, be sure to tune in to next week's episode.